Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. You know, I ben, had, uh, for the first time, I was doing a shoot for uh, Henry Zabrowski. He, was, he has a Netflix special coming out, The Characters, it's called. And that was catered by Popeyes. It was the first time I ever had Popeyes. And I can't, it was literally like before Christ and after Christ, before Popeyes and after Popeyes. <laughs> I'm addicted to Popeyes now. You like it better than KFC? I do, yeah. Really? So thank you so much okay. for uh, for reminding me. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Ben Kissel, as always, joined by Mike Coscarelli. Thank you for being here, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Today's guest, Ayana Dukey. Thank Hello. you for being here, Ayana. Thank you for having me. So uh, once again, let's let's just keep on with this Popeyes conversation. I can't get enough of this stuff. I'm going Popeyes crazy. Can yeah. I show you a, a video on Instagram? Please. Yes, it's a great. Videos are always perfect for a podcast. There we go. That's amazing. It's a heavy set black kid talking about Popeyes. It turns into an unbelievable rock concert. He's holding up a Popeyes biscuit, it's and I can't biscuit. disagree with him. It's like I, a queen concert. I know I know the videos aren't good for a podcast, but I just had to show you that since we were talking about Popeyes. There's something about a kid so adorably chubby and cherub in the face. Watching them eat food is adorable until around 10 years old, and then after that, it really just becomes part of the problem. And it's the epidemic, you know? It's it's a huge epidemic, childhood obesity. But if they just weren't so damn cute yeah. for the longest time, I mean, look at Honey Boo Boo. I mean, she's going to be dead at 16 because of type 2 <laughs> diabetes complications from it. You know, it's it's terrible what's happening to these I, children. I don't think 10 years old is a cutoff. Like, I think around two after that roly-poly phase. You know who to blame for all this was Maury Povich because he was crushing the ratings. Jerry Springer would bring KKK members and Jewish individuals, and they would fight it out over Christmas mm-hmm. during their big uh, Jerry Springer Christmas phenomenon and uh, big uh, Christmas events. And then Maury Povich found his own niche, which was obese children slamming down pancakes, putting all the syrup on there yeah. and the butter. God, I loved it. Watching fat children is just, I mean, it's America's pastime. Get out of your baseball. We got a new chubby fad, and it's in the kids. I think it became a problem when I started seeing fat Asian kids. That's when you know mm. it became an ep- epidemic. Right. I was Asians aren't supposed to be fat. Ayana, were you ever fat in your life? Oh because you're God. in such good shape now. <laughs> You are. You're hot. I mean, Ayanna's one of the hottest, uh, but most importantly, one of the funniest comedians working today. Thank you. Because that's, of course. But also, it doesn't hurt to be very attractive. God knows I could use a little bit. Yeah. You know. I used to be really fat. How like, fat were you? I used to be 380 pounds. Okay, but you're also. Like, Six foot seven. Yes. But 380 pounds is still 380 pounds. I mean, I think William the Refrigerator Perry, one of the great Chicago Bears of all time, one of the greatest Chicago Bears of all time. They even gave him the ball and let him score a touchdown. It was sort of a make a wish situation, though. <laughs> Whenever they would give, uh, for those that don't remember this, because I barely lived through this. I was about seven years old when the uh, Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl. But they gave the big guy the ball, and everyone cheered him. And everyone cheered him as if he was somebody who just beat cancer, and they let him score in a flag, uh, a two-hand touch game. But anyway, good for him. So he was about 380 pounds, but he was athletic, and you see how big the guy is. I mean, large enough... Um, to have opponents cheer when he scored on them yeah. because they just felt so happy yeah, that the man feel, didn't die of a heart attack. They didn't feel so bad about it. Right. Like, it's like, the fridge. It's the fridge. The Good fridge scores. Yeah. Look at that. Love losing the game to the fridge, the big fat <laughs> bastard. He doesn't have long on this earth. Might as well have him uh, let him have some good times while he's here. How large were you? How fat were you? So how big was she? She literally sits around the apartment <laughs> complex. I don't know. 200. 
two hundred, and you're five foot four, almost. So and uh, so two hundred pounds. I guess that's pretty. That's pretty large. When did you? Um, when did you first start putting on the weight? I put on the weight as a young child because mm-hmm. I would go to Hardee's, and I thought that you were just supposed to have like four sausage uh, biscuits for breakfast. I was like, that's a normal breakfast. That's your mom's fault. Well, it was a very turbulent childhood I okay. had, and I went and I saw and I sought shelter via food, and I still do to this day. You know what I hate to look at when I'm eating food? People. I want to eat alone, and I want to be shirtless. I want to have no pants on because you can't stain skin, and that's so important. And I don't want to go do laundry every goddamn day. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. If I ate fully clothed, I mean, my entire life, I, I'm just wearing a bib at some point. I'm mm-hmm. still a, I'm a baby when I eat. Well, no, that's a good Friday night for me. Like, if my boyfriend's out doing shows and I get to come home and order some seamless and just lay there butt naked, no bra, just bam. Perfect. Yeah, that it's feels, perfect. It feels good. It feels really good. So you were, were you uh, a chubby kid? I put mine on around like, yeah, like around 10, 9. Mine was 8. Mine yeah. was eight. I used to be very, very, very skinny. Yeah. And then my mom sent me to my grandmother's house in Trinidad mm. for the summer, and I came back rotund. And uh, this was before, like... So you actually, you went to Trinidad and you mm-hmm. actually got fatter. I would think this would be the other way around. It's the American yeah. tradition to have the kids all plumped out. Apparently I had a slow metabolism at eight because huh. I was just eating. And I don't even remember eating that much. I think that I was destined to be fat and my body was just waiting for that moment. To pop. Just, like just a biscuit get big. Yeah, so when was... you came back and you were obese, was your mother just fully upset with your uh, with her mother, your grandmother? Did everything change? No, she's fat too. So, <laughs> see the problem. My mom used to be very shapely when she was like in her twenties, and then right. she just never worked out. So right. then, you know, like I told y'all before, she has a centaur ass. Like my mm. mom had one of those big old booties and you know curvy shapes, and then she just kept on eating and didn't believe in exercising. Right, didn't believe in it at all. At all. Right. Like it was a unicorn, so she just stopped, yeah. <laughs> she didn't, and now she's huge. She's like two-plane ticket. I hope she doesn't listen to this. She um, won't, and I'm sure she's very beautiful. We were discussing before the show, large bodies are in, the amber roses of the world. I mean, this woman's butt is massive, and I it think is. it's absolutely wonderful. As a large guy, I enjoy a large butt, but it's genetics. A lot of these white gals mm-hmm. out there right now, they're just going towards uh, the Kentucky Fried Chickens, the Popeyes, trying to get that big beautiful butt but in reality they don't realize that amber rose's ass is probably like serena williams ass rock hard yeah beautiful rock hard butt. you can't eat your way in to a curvy butt yeah well there are a lot of squat challenges oh wow on pinterest and uh the instagram uh where it's a lot of white women and asians have also found their way into this market where they have squat challenges they're showing you different variations of squats and plyometric jumps oh my goodness and uh you know different types of plank movements that will increase your derriere turns out it's a lot of work to look fat yeah Yeah. which is amazing and i'll tell you what if the asians get the big butt they're going to be unstoppable i mean people can't a lot of these white dudes especially in williamsburg brooklyn where i currently live and have for a decade uh they can't get enough of the Asian lady, and it's—I think it's actually sort of racist the way that they uh, discuss. They have Asian fetishes. If I was an Asian girl, I have a lot of Asian lady friends, and uh, they discuss if they're on a date, and the guy's like, "I just love Asian chicks." It's an immediate turnoff. I mean, it's quite disturbing. I think it's kind of disgusting yeah. to just specifically alienate one type of people and then attack them as if you're going whaling in some bizarre sort of in the Netherlands or something. As if you're, uh, you know. Um, what's the name of the guy from, you know, that famous whaling? Ishmael. Ishmael. Ishmael, right, exactly. Yeah. Going out there and trying to find your mythical creature. Mm. Yeah, it would feel weird if somebody told me that's a fetish. Like, no one wants to be someone's fetish. Right. It's like, ooh, I like you because you got 
pretty feet. It's like, what about my personality? Right. As in, I mean, as a non-white chick, do you feel like uh, people fetishize you at all? Uh, I have dated guys who tell me they predominantly prefer. I didn't need to use the word predominantly. They prefer a biracial woman. Oh yeah. So you, yeah. and you're biracial. Yeah. So your dad is uh, white and your mom's black. No, my dad's Indian. Your dad's Indian and your mom's. That's like. You know what? I'm kind of on board with those dudes now. I have to take back everything I said. I've got to type. Yeah. Indian dad. Is that what it is? Black mom. Yeah, it's brand new. It's a brand new fetish. Pornhub is going to get lit up tonight. I believe they Nicki better- Minaj is, uh, she's black and Indian as well. That's want- a thing in Trinidad. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. We're called, uh, what do we call? Not coolies. Coolies don't, if you've ever been around West Indian folks, don't use that term. Coolies? Dogler. Dogler is when you're mixed with black and Indian. It's oh, a, okay. It's a Caribbean term. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's a lot of us out there. Nicki Minaj is absolutely unbelievably beautiful. And, of course, at the VMAs, her and Miley Cyrus got into a bit of a feud mm-hmm. there. And Miley Cyrus damn near shat herself. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, I'll tell you, I've dated some people in my life. And that, that face that Nicki Minaj gave and that the, the tone in her voice... You take that tone. You take that tone seriously, and you just do whatever she says. That's Queens. That, That's that, all, Queens. All yeah. the Queens in her came out. All the New York City, the Queens. Right. Just. Wah. Oh my God! And you know, we were talking about her. I mean, she's got a very uh, unbelievable body. You look at it, and it, it doesn't even seem real. It's almost it's like not. looking at anime. You don't think that Nicki Minaj? You think that no. there's some surgery in there? I think that I don't know the proper procedures, but I know women get butt implants and injections and things of that nature. Right, and it's become so crazy that people oftentimes you hear these stories usually out of Philadelphia for some reason, <laughs> where they go they go to these back rooms, almost like women had to do before uh, Roe v. Wade was passed. They had to go to get back alley abortions and now people are going to back alleys and they're getting cement shoved into their butt glue random different uh, horse hoof products i mean it's insane and you usually hear about it for some reason in philadelphia i don't know why well i actually i went on a date with a girl this week and she was telling me a good friend of hers uh got obsessed with plastic surgery sure and she went to just some apartment in queens to get butt implants i mean unless you're the joker and you were just dropped in a vat of ooze uh because the batman uh lets you fall that's the only time you should ever go to a to a doctor in anybody's apartment you know that's a reference to the 1989 batman michael keaton's batman still the greatest jack nicholson may be trumped by heath ledger for the joker but i still gotta love jack i mean i wouldn't even go to get my hair cut in someone's apartment yeah right you know what i mean like that feels weird like it's just my, my old barber we used to do it in his in his house and I felt every time I went there, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah, It's not right. Do you think that this fad is going to pass, though, the 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 larger um, the larger bot the, the larger bottom fad? Hmm. Or, or do you think it's going to stick around forever? Well, we did go through the phase where big boobs were the thing. Big we boobs. had Dolly Parton. We had right. um, Coco from but even she has a fat ass, too. Oh, my God. Don't even get me. Ice loves Coco. Is one of the greatest reality shows that's ever existed. It's the only reality show I'll ever vouch for. Because you know what? Ice does love Coco. And Ice used to be Coco's pimp. And then Coco came to him and she was working hard. And she did such a good job. And Ice said, I love you very much. And then he literally created his perfect woman. He gave her all the money for plastic. Did you ever see Coco back in the day? No. She is a shell of what she became. Ice literally just like sculpted like what they do in Iowa during every state fair. What they do with butter. They make the butter cow, and butter uh, in itself is just a brick, and they make it a beautiful cow. And Coco is no cow, but he sculpted her much like the Iowans sculpt butter into cows. Coco is my hero. That is a come up. Yes, that she's amazing. That is a come up. I, I, I have much respect for her. 
Yes. Now, that, that shows what hard work and dedication and perseverance can mm-hmm. do. Look Absolutely. what you can become. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So do you think it's going to stick around? or Because you're right. I mean, Dolly Parton, the big boobs, the no butt. I mean, this was we were discussing a little yeah. bit last week. We didn't uh, uh, off air. You know, in the 80s, it was all like flat butts, flat boobs. And then in the early 90s, things, I guess, began to change a little bit. The no, no butt long back look. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. We don't have that anymore. But I'm surprised that Asian women still have managed to be relevant during this big butt because they're right. the queens of long backs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whenever you now I've seen I've probably seen maybe three Asian women in my lifetime with with badonka donks like right. I'm like I oh even goodness. had to say that. Right. When I saw them like I was running behind them with a with a phone. <laughs> like, everybody needs to see this all of my right. 2000 Instagram followers need to see that's right. And follow Ayana Dukey on Instagram because, uh, as we know, we were I was looking on Facebook recently because I can't get enough of Facebook. And I think this website's really going to do well. People, I mean, I, I think whoever, whoever invented it, they've got to have thousands and thousands of dollars. Really amazingly successful. And uh, people were discussing how Instagram followers are more important mm-hmm. to many people in the, age, uh, in the industry. By the way, these agents and managers, they're, they're meaningless. They, they do nothing. Okay. Um, so, uh, more important than, than talent. So you have 2000 Instagram followers. So you're here, you're a huge star. Clearly it's I, massive. I'm, I'm doing big things right now right. on the gram. That's what the cool people call it. Oh, they the gram, mm-hmm. the gram. That's oh, when cool. you know you're like on the, in, in, in the in crowd. Oh my God. I thought gram. it was, I thought it was called Insta. It, it will. Mm. No, no. So I only have 200. I've only done it 14 times. Um, yeah. I gotta get, I gotta step up. You can need to find, if you find a couple of big asses, mm-hmm. um, you can get a few followers that way. If the big asses are moving in a twerk-like fashion. If I start doing some squats, maybe I could just take some butt selfies and then I could be like the next big thing. Is it? Like, does it work for men like that? Uh, you might not want the following that you get mm, if you depends. do that. Maybe I'm a, I don't even know if I'm a big bear. I think bears are a little bit more stout and hairier and slightly chubbier, which is kind of bizarre. You're definitely a top. Oh, okay. Maybe a power bottom. Mm. Of course, we're discussing all the gay men that will come flocking to my Instagram <laughs> if I if I theoretically show my ass. Although I actually disagree with the premise. I like it. I would like to have enough self confidence and an ego. Uh, when it, re- I mean, I'm very very smart. I think I'm very successful at certain things. Physically, let's be honest. I mean, it's a nightmare. Um, so I have no, I have no, uh, I have no ego there. So you I don't think I'll, I'll probably lose. I'll probably lose a lot of followers if I start doing that. No, but see, mind. the thing is, if you can take pictures next to relative objects so mm-hmm. that people could see how tall you are, right. I guarantee you will increase the number of women because women yeah. we love yeah. height. Like height trumps. You don't have an ugly face. Thank you. But height, height will height and money. Woo. Mm. Man, I know women that will just lose their mind. That's that's stunning. Height and money. I, yeah. I, I didn't know they were so unbelievably not shallow. Wow. Yeah. All you need yeah. is height and money. You need genetics and a bunch of cash. I mean, if you have huh. a lot of money and That'll you don't help. have the height, then you can still, you know, win. Of course, of course. But if you got height and money, you're killing the game. But, you know, I mean, let's go back. You know, it is very difficult. Obviously, guys do. We have our own uh, image issues. We want to be more muscular. And, uh, you know, what with the big... But now, is this something do you think with dudes where if you're a guy and you're with a gal who has a large ass, this uh, implies that you have a large dick, doesn't it? No, you don't think so? Because you got to have a big one if you're going to take her from behind. If the butt is uh, a Nicki Minaj level that in I mean, you you're you're assuming that this person is going to go from behind. 
Well, wouldn't you? If you're with somebody, I mean, you've got to do it all different kinds of ways because Monday you did it one way and then Tuesday you got to spice it up. And, uh, you know, it's very, very similar to uh, how I feel about Popeye's. I was a KFC guy for so long. I got mm-hmm. sick of the missionary position that is Kentucky Fried Chicken, and now I can't get enough of taking Popeye's from behind. I would think that KFC would be more like in the backseat of... Of a Corvette. A Corolla. A Corolla? Yeah. Man. A 94. That reminds me of a story, but we'll we'll get to it later. <laughs> no, but I, I don't... First of all, I, I, I what I've recently learned, and by recently I probably mean two years ago... Good. Um... That men know when they have small penises. I didn't know that you guys. Well, of knew. course you do. Yeah, you're looking. At it. You I have mean, to hold, hold it three, four times a day. I know, but I mean, I didn't think that y'all compared. Like, like I can look at another woman and tell where I measure up in the boobs and butt department. Well, sure, it's, it's obvious. It's like, oh, well, all right, I'm, I'm here. But if we really sexualize the labia, then this would be a big concern. This is now maybe that's where we're going after the big butts, the labia. Right. Maybe the labia is the next. The labia. The so labia. Ah. Do you think it'll be a puff, puffed out labia or sort of mm. your skinnier sort of um, Motley Crue model uh, music video style labia? Well, it's going to depend on which celebrity is the first one to show their labia. I'm going to say it's going to be Miley. It's got to be. I think Miley will. I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan. And honestly, full disclosure, Nicki Minaj v. Miley. I'm on Team Miley. I got to be uh. honest. I love Miley Cyrus. I cry to Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball is one of the greatest songs of all time. I'd say if I'm sad, I get my whiskey, and I listen to Meatloaf, okay. and two out of three is not bad. It's not great. Okay. For three out of three is much better, but he's Meatloaf, you know, so he, he's, not per- he's not a perfect guy. That's why you kind of like him. And then you listen to some old country, okay. and then you put on Miley Cyrus. Wrecking Ball. And then you cry because it was written by an overweight gay fella in the Midwest. Was so that, it? Yeah, that's how that's he. They know how to pull the heartstrings. Man, I didn't even know that was Miley Cyrus, but I do agree that Miley probably will be the first one to show her labia. Thank so you. she will set the bar. <laughs> It'll be the and skinny I, labia too. I, you, I would assume it's going to be skinny. I would assume it would be skinny. I'm but with you. Mike. Never know. She might put injections before she shows her labia. Well, we'll see if she Maybe. has a plane ticket out to Philadelphia. That'll be the next big thing. A chick is going to die because <laughs> Miley somebody Cyrus spotted in Philadelphia. Oh my God! Rest in peace, Miley Cyrus. Dead to a to labia a puffed implant. yeah labia implant surgery gone awry. Where'd she get it done? Thirty seventh Street, <laughs> just literally right there next to a parked Buick. Jenner, what's her name? Caitlyn um, Jenner. Not Caitlyn, the daughter. Oh, um, I don't follow these guys, but which one is Kylie? it? Don't, Kylie with the oh, lips, okay. right? I mean, she tried to bring that, you know, I mean, the big lips have been the thing as well. Right, right. You know, but, it, you know, it's not, but I don't what? think it's going to be the next but. I right. really think labia is going to be what all the what all the women are talking. I, I mean, why not? I mean, as a woman, though, I mean, this is one of the areas I think uh, sometimes feminists can be a little bit nuts and they can blame a lot of different situations on men that we'd have no control over at all. But uh, I do agree with this idea of them always chasing the next big mm-hmm. beauty thing. And then in five years when the big butt is out or the big lips are out, you still got them. And then all you've done, like rings on a tree, you've dated yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, she must have come of uh, sexual age in 1998 because, yep. you know, she currently has uh, scars from a tongue ring. And, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's and like having brown ends. lipstick. Oh, my gosh. Brown Foxy, Foxy Brown did us did us wrong because yeah. she would have that black liner. Yeah. I think that's really, great. Oh, I used but you to can, do that. But you can get rid of brown lipstick. I mean, these are permanent issues you know i mean we've talked about caitlin jenner i've talked about it on my show abe lincoln's top head on cave comedy radio uh, which is a very successful show give it a listen um but uh but you know like caitlin jenner i feel like 
part of her probably misses being Bruce. Because it is a nightmare. It's a nightmare having to go through the hoops of beauty that you have to jump through as a woman. As part of the Kardashian clan at that. Right. Mm -hmm. That is, that to me has to be the hardest thing. Because if you're just a woman, I mean, I'm I'm out in these streets with no makeup on. I know that's like taboo in New York City. Right. Well, I mean, you have a perfect, I mean, you're, you're. Genetically superior. I need to come yeah. on the show more often. What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, what's going to happen is your viewers are going to listen and then go look me up and be like, uh, "This bitch is not all that." See, that's really what's going to happen. That is totally untrue, by the way. Find Ayana on Facebook again. I hate to plug this new brand, this new thing, but it's all over these phones. And uh, you, know, you have some amazingly hot pictures on Facebook. And I'm not saying that I was looking. Uh, I wasn't stalking. I was not. Um, but no, check her out. I think you'll. I think you'll agree with me. Well, thank you. And if you have something negative to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. yeah well, so someone's only... going to say something. No, no, they never. We have the best listeners on the Facebook. Oh, the that's nice. I'm glad you guys are nice people. They are. They're yeah, great. They are good. great people. So you don't find yourself being forced to uh, to uh, follow these trends because you never know where they're going to go. Well, I'm more of a classic. Like even when it comes to fashion and style, I don't chase. I like looking at fashion magazines just to see what people are doing. Right. But I don't know if it's the frugal, the frugality. Of me, but I'm like, if you chase a style, then right. you're gonna have to continuously update that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just buy what you like, then you're gonna always like it. And when you decide not to like it anymore, then you can shift it off to the goodwill. Right, of course. You know, but you can't shift off a big ass. Yeah. To the goodwill. Right. So I'm just gonna stick with my my slightly long back. And that and that's great. And the slightly <laughs> long back is wonderful. For some reason, I feel like that's like, I don't even, slightly long back seems like a strange sentence to say. I don't know why. It sounds like a birth but, deficiency. Ayanna <laughs> right? Dukey was born with a slightly long back. <laughs> she died today in 2049 <laughs> of slightly right. long back disease. <laughs> oh. She's only expected to live to age 20. Oh, that's yeah. great. Better than having a tail. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That might be the thing. Watch you think tails be... might lay, thin labias for ladies and tails for men? <laughs> well, there have been a few people that are. You know what the thing? Every time I look at the models, like there's always they're always highlighting some model with some sort of either skin disorder or whatever. You know, trying to show everybody's. I'm pre bulimic. Something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, <laughs> for, I, I saw like an article on freckles. Like, ooh, you know, people with freckles are beautiful. And I'm like, who is saying that they weren't beautiful? Tails. Tails might be skinny labias and tails might be the new the new thing. Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past the way our country, the way our culture goes, how superficial everybody is. All it takes is one of the Kardashian people, like you mentioned, to get a tail. Implant. And get a tail implant, get Miley Cyrus to get a tail yeah. implant, and it's just, it would take off. It would take over like wildfire. If you're a parent nowadays, it's just got to be so difficult mm. to convince your kid that they're attractive. Yeah. I mean, it's because everyone's, as an adult. What's that? It's difficult as an adult. Right. Right. It is. It's very, <laughs> it is. It is. Because, you know, I mean, everyone is... Uh, by by industry standards, and this is why the industry is disgusting. And don't listen to any of these things. They're all a bunch of morons. And I know these people who work on these magazines. They're sad. And they all look like they've been divorced three times because they have. They all die alone. <laughs> and then, you know, they're sucking down ketchup. What? Anyway, that's a fact. I know for a fact people who lose weight, oftentimes I know some ladies and some dudes, they just eat ketchup. It's a total myth. It's a total myth. I have no idea if that's true. But, you know, there's only 15 (laughs) calories per serving of ketchup. I I love ketchup. A lot of sugar, though. A lot of sugar. That's a good point, Mike. What's the serving size of ketchup? Is it two tablespoons? I believe it's two tablespoons. It's not that much. Mm. I mean, three tablespoons to a fourth of a cup. 
I mean, you can have a popsicle. That's about 15 calories as well, but then you're not sucking down that sweet, sugary ketchup. So, Anyway, something to think about. Um, when you were uh, obese, now, when did you lose all that weight and how did you do it? Because I lost 160 pounds in a very unique way, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody under the age of 21 because alcohol was certainly involved and, dare I say, a lot of illegal drugs. Mm. What did you do? I'm sitting here listening because I still got 15 pounds. I want to lose them. Like, tell me more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start taking speed. Pretend, pretend like you're Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell and you're studying for a major exam because you got to get. I'm so excited. Do you remember that episode? Of course I remember that episode. <laughs> I grew up on Saved by the Bell. I love Saved by the Bell. If you get a chance for the younger listeners out there, and God knows we have so many. We can't. Ten-year-olds love this show. Twelve-year-olds. Can't even keep track. Oh, my goodness. There's at least 12, 13 of them. Uh, go back out there and just YouTube Saved by the Bell, Jesse Spano. I talk about it constantly. I can't get enough of it. So anyway, you don't have to lose 15 more pounds. But what was it? Did you actually just do work? Did you work out the traditional way? I, I mean, I kind of did it the traditional way. Um, if you include, we should get sponsorship, Weight Watchers. I, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I did Weight Watchers. And when I, I mean, like I did Weight and I know there's might be some people listening going, I did Weight Watchers and it didn't work. It works if you work. Right. Um, because I fooled around with Weight Watchers for like, when I say many years, I mean many, many years. Like it was an on again, off again. Weight Watchers might be my longest romantic relationship I've ever had. That's you know, how long I fooled around with it. I tried the Weight Watchers, but it turns out if you eat like four of the meals at once, it doesn't work. You just well, watch your weight get larger and larger. <laughs> also, Weight Watchers sounds like a perverted, like spy program or just like, you know, a, a private investigator is like, I mostly focus on weight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down to Weight Watchers. If you have a large person in your life and you would like me to stalk them, I will stalk them. I am a Weight Watcher. It's, it's like the most terrifying term ever, Weight Watchers. Man in a trench coat in the head. Yeah, exactly. Like he cheated on his diet. Yeah, he's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I caught him over there at the Arby's. He got a... Uh, yeah, he got the guy. He, he got the new Reuben sandwich. I, I had to get it. I had to try it after he did it. It is very good. But of course, I am the Weight Watcher. I'm not the one who needs to watch his weight. So look, when fine. they call you to do a commercial, mm-hmm. you can thank the show. Well, exactly. Your show. <laughs> yeah, if cocaine ever gets advertising, the, the cocaine's only one point. On one. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, is good. It? Did you look it up? It's very fluid. You know, it goes right through your body. Oh yeah, it's a perfect diuretic. <laughs> Cocaine's wonderful. No, but I, for, uh, I didn't eat most of the meals when I actually was doing the program. They're terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, frozen food, You're, yeah, you know the points, but you don't, I mean, they're not going to keep you full. Yeah. So I did a lot of cooking. So I did Weight Watchers, I'll say the correct way, and I know there's no correct way. I used, I actually worked for the company for a minute, too. You did? I did. You after were a I spokesperson? Lost, no, after I lost 65 pounds, I started um, leading meetings. Wow. Yeah, I became a Weight Watchers leader. So that's like just slightly sadder than AA meetings, <laughs> your Weight Watcher. I I looked at a I looked at a rotisserie chicken today. It, let me tell, and, it was uh, <laughs> Sounds so sad. No, it wasn't sad. I had a great time with my members. I still keep in contact with a lot of them, but I mean, I did hear some sad stories. Like this one lady said she was cleaning out her cupboard and she found stale potato chips and she threw them in the trash as you should. Right. And then like 10 minutes later, she went and sat down and was watching TV and realized she really wanted some potato chips. Right. So she went back in the kitchen, went into the trash can, found the stale potato chips, put them in the microwave and I caught, brought them back to life. <laughs> 
So you would hear stories like that, and you'd have to keep a straight face because right. you don't want people to think you're judging them, but you're judging them. Well, I mean, I've, I've heard of people looting through garbage, you know, behind restaurants. A lot of these people tend to be maybe a uh, little bit homeless down <laughs> their luck. So it'd be like that. But when you're digging through your own garbage in your own home, I mean, this is a whole nother level of sadness. Yeah, for the stale potato chip. Yeah, did you put back into the microwave? Like, who thinks about doing that? I think it's genius, though. And well, they probably puff up a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Get all that trans fat <laughs> all that soaking goodness. on the napkin. Yeah, absolutely. It's dip. Now it's chip and dip. Right. <laughs> do you feel as a female comedian that you do have to be both? Because you can be a toadstool of a dude. You can be sure. the ugly. I mean, look at Louis C.K. I mean, he's one of the mo- least attractive human beings on the face of the planet. And he dresses horribly. I mean, he's unbelievably funny. He has a lot more money than me. And dare I say, a lot more success as well for now. And more Instagram followers probably. A lot more Instagram followers. Yeah. Probably a lot more gay men like him because he is sort of bearish. Mm. He's got that bear look. But, you know, I mean, let's not mix words here. He's an unattractive dude. Do you think as a female you have to do both? You have to be physically appealing and then also be exceptionally funny because you also have to uh, get past some of the notions in, in Neanderthal's heads that chicks aren't funny. Uh I've never told jokes with a penis before, so I can't really compare the two. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's like you always have a little buddy. I, I draw a smiley face on my dick and with a Sharpie, and I just talk to it on a regular basis. And it talks back. Well, you know, sometimes. Okay. Uh, I think it depends on the type of comic, what your standards are. I, I don't ever want anyone to see me on stage and think, wow, who did she have sex with to get on this show? Right. You know, because I have seen people men and women that I'm they're very attractive but they're very unfunny as well right and it's not just oh this is not my kind of humor like everybody in the crowd has decided not to laugh at this person right and uh I see them and I'm just like wow who did they have sex with to get on this show and not I was about to say something but now leave that alone but um yes I don't ever want to be that person because obviously if I wanted to use my looks I would have gone into something that requires good looks uh I was fat growing up, so mm-hmm. I was forced to develop a personality. Right, right. That was attractive to people because that was the only way I was going to get people to like me. Right. Was my personality wasn't this amazing face that I, I mean, I looked like this, but I didn't. Uh, so, you know what I mean? It's, right. You know, so I, that was my way of getting guys to talk to me. It's just, I was, I, I would, I don't mm-hmm. even think I was necessarily funny. I was just interested in a talk to. And I'm telling you, you got to get, if you're out there and you're currently single, Find a former fatty. Yes. We're they the will best love you. at oral sex, both men and women. Okay, I was on board with you for a second. Okay. Uh- <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I crush it. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. When you're formerly fat, you're just doing everything to make this person like you. Yeah. And uh, you have to uh, cater to their needs. You do. But you disagree with the premise. Uh, the, 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 the oral sex part? Yeah. Um, She's crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> she crushes it. That's a, that's a no comment. We got a no comment here. Wow, I this is an edgy show. <laughs> it's an, it's, it's usually a pretty old-timey sounding vibe over here. This you know, Prairie Home Companion, just a, a crazy <laughs> uncle came over for, for dinner. Oh, my. Oral sex, everybody. No, look, I'm in a relationship. And I hate to be that prude, but I'm in a relationship, and I try not to. If I was just banging a bunch of dudes, yeah, I'd just tell you everything. But Mm. when you're in a relationship, and I love my boyfriend, I I want our relationship to be our relationship. 
She crushes it. <laughs> Crushing it. I guarantee it's a crush. Anyway, my premise is true. So if you're out there and you're single, get with a person who had previous body disorders, maybe even anorexia. I don't know. Just make sure they were insecure at one point in their life. That is true, though. Yeah, they, insecure they, people. I will give you that. Dominate. Yeah. Dominate. Yes. They will love you like you've never been loved before. Right. Yeah, because they're just so happy that somebody's there. Right. Yeah. Right. And they might be funny. They might be funny yeah. if they have that ability. They will have a good heart. And if they're not funny, see if they can help you with taxes. I'll tell you, the best girlfriend I ever had in my entire life, <laughs> uh, she just crushed my taxes. She was so good with taxes. You know what? I, I can't do these things. Yeah. I went on... I went on uh, What's the name of the tax website? This is why I'm so bad at it. Turbo, uh, Turbo Tax. Turbo Tax. We're good at charades together, apparently. That's yeah. the second time I've been like. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know nothing. I literally have a, a, the the brain of a child. Um, and uh, like Master. Remember like Blaster from Master Blaster. The original Mad Max. You don't Too care. young. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it. You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. Okay, well, let's move on. I'm just saying, TurboTax, I, I try to do TurboTax alone. It's a total nightmare. And then they told me I owed all this money. But the great thing about TurboTax is you can just like click, click out before you're like, they let you know, you're like, you owe four grand. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit that little X. <laughs> Not today. Not today, government. So wait, so she helped you with your tax. So this was the best relationship I've ever had in my entire when, life. When did you start dating her? What month did you start dating her? Right around tax time. Yep, okay. and then it ended right after tax time. So I'm very felt, specific with my dating. You felt comfortable asking her to help you with your tax, or did she volunteer? Were you like, whoo, turbo Well, she, this, was, this was years ago. This is about 2010, so I wasn't quite as uh, mature as I am now, okay. you know? So you can imagine how immature I was then. And uh, we were discussing taxes. I'm not even sure how it got brought up. And theoretically, this is a terrible conversation to have on a date. But, uh, yeah, and then she was like, you don't do them? And I was like, I'm not very good at them. And then she just did them. And then I loved her, and I still love her to this day. So if you're out there and you don't know how to do anything sexually, help them with their taxes, and then they'll fall in love with you too. Maybe we should give your listeners some tips on how to find someone that was formerly fat. Well, this is the thing, and this is why I brought you here. Ayana is a, a sage. Mm -hmm. She's a dating guru. I am. She was just written up in the New York Post, <laughs> which is a very, very successful newspaper publication. And I'll tell you, the newspapers, they are crazy successful right now all the children out there wearing their little ball caps they call them newsies shouting about the papers newspapers are at an all-time high people you. can't get enough of the tangible print it's raining the it's best is when they're hot off the press hot off the presses oh man oh my everyone loves you know between uh newspapers and donuts i'm not sure which one i like to be more fresh mm. Probably donuts. When you can but, feel the ink on your fingers. Mm, yes. Love it. Then you go into work and you look like some bizarre uh, art project. It's getting hot. Yeah. Now it gets really steamy. Mm -hmm. So you were written up because you do, or there was an article written about you, mm -hmm. uh, and it was because you are you give great advice on dating. Let's help out some people here, Ayana. That's not quite why the article okay, was written. Okay, doesn't matter. I didn't read the article. Full disclosure. That's fine. Okay. I, I noticed that because you're gonna watch. You're gonna read it afterwards and be like, oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll just inform the public. Yes. yes. Was it about rules? No, it was about uh, me finding out my boyfriend, not the current one, not 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 the guy I'm with right now. Mm. Um, he, uh, my ex was. Uh, I found out he was cheating on me because he murdered his girlfriend's ex boyfriend. Really. Mm -hmm. Different than I thought it was going to be. Very but different. Honestly, than what we different. Yeah, yeah, we should just take that. We'll take that whole thing over. Okay. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> interesting. So you were dating. But I a can't. Film. But from that, I've learned the the red flags. 
Okay, let's yeah. go through some red flags then. This is, oh, I'm such a pro. It's like, you know, the research I put into the show, it really shines through in moments like this. Genius. <laughs> So it's, you got to an advice column. Oh, no, I was at a boyfriend. He murdered me. We can call it an advice column. And anybody right. that wants advice on relationships, feel free to uh, hit me up on Instagram. First of all, <laughs> I, I got to know how your ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. currently I assume in prison. No, he got off on self-defense. Okay, how did he kill his uh, the girl's he boyfriend? Eight times. He shot him eight times. Mm-hmm. Is your ex-boyfriend Robert Durst? No. How did he get off on self-defense? He had a really good lawyer, I presume. Yes. And you hate this man, I would I would imagine. No, he actually taught me a lot of valuable lessons in life. I don't believe in hate. As you said, I'm a sage. We were talking mm-hmm. about positive energy right. when we started this episode. So, no, I do not hate him. I appreciate him mm-hmm. for the life lessons he has instilled inside of me. Red flag. That has helped me become the woman that I am, that you see before you. Mm-hmm. Well, I like him, too. If he, if he helps you <laughs> become the woman that you are in front of me, I, I, I'm gonna, I, I owe him a huge thanks. And so does everybody in the world. You're an amazing person. So what are some red flags if you're dating somebody and you feel like they might be cheating on you? Um, okay, so or so, they might be a murderer, both of those because you have both situations. Well, I would say the first thing is uh, if they're anti you being their friend on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he lied to me and told me he did not have a Facebook page. And then one day I was just like, do let me do a search, and boom, there he was. Yeah, of course, you can't get away with cheating, especially if you're going to be blasting everything online. Yeah, that's the most difficult thing. Back in the day, as a comedian, you used to be able to travel to Des Moines, and then you could bang a whole series of different people there. And when you were in California, nobody knew, and you didn't have to say anything. Now everyone's blowing people up on Facebook. Yeah, so that's one one red flag right so there. So when you found him on Facebook, how did you confront him? I was like, did Yo. you friend him? No, well, I did, and I was like, "You're you told me you weren't on Facebook." Oh, I just, you know, I don't even remember what he said because it was such nonsense. Right? Uh, you can't remember nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I sent him a friend request, and he it took him forever, forever to accept it. Was he uh, publicly discussing having sex with this other woman? No, no. He actually, even when he got off and got out of jail, he called me and told me, "Oh, you know, the newspapers were wrong. Uh, I was just at her house buying a cell phone." Well, I mean, that's worse than going to her house to get a haircut. It or is. dare I say, get butt implants. This is true. You got to go to stores for these things. Clearly. So he went to this girl's house to supposedly buy a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And her ex-boyfriend slashed his tires, broke into the house. They got tussling. <clears throat> that's my yeah. sound effects. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And uh, yeah, and then they left the house. Uh, well, my ex ran out. And when he got to his car, he had a concealed weapons permit and a concealed oh. weapon. Got his car. Dude was coming in with a crowbar. Apparently, my ex screamed, stop, or I'll shoot, or something along those lines. Yeah. Dude kept coming, bang, 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 bang. That was eight times. That was eight times. You like my sound effects? Count the shots. Yeah. 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 And dead. Ugh. Okay, so he didn't let you. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Good for him. I'm happy. You know, it's nice. You rarely hear success stories when it comes to murder. So it's Mm kind of good he got off. And the guy was coming at him with a crowbar. So, you know, that'll happen. Um, So what's another red flag? So no social media interaction. you got to interact on social media. Everybody knows it. And you have to see how private they are with their their iPhone, their iPad. Uh, Like my boyfriend. uh, Love him to pieces. Hey, Tyler. Um, You got to do that. Got to. Uh, Yeah. 
because uh, I know he's listening. Mm, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, he's very open. Like he doesn't have a passcode on any of his electronics. Now, do you want? Was this something that you requested him not to have your current boyfriend? Because I would assume once you're cheated on, your idea it does sort of shatter this notion of monogamy and trust. No, that's him. He's like, I don't have anything to hide. And I will say that Tyler is the most honest guy I've ever yeah. dated. I feel very secure in that relationship. Uh, yeah, he he doesn't have any. I mean, other than the new iPhones, obviously, you have to have that thumbprint thing or whatever the, whatever the case is. Yeah, they're going to do a retina scan as if you're trying to go, you know, yeah, steal like some technology from, yeah, whatever. It's all nonsense. Yeah, but, yeah, so, I mean, and the funny thing is now that he, everything is open, I have no desire to look. Right. So that actually might be the best way to keep a chick from looking at your stuff. Have it all open. Right. Most times if it's open, you're just like, oh, clearly he wouldn't have anything great in there. Hiding in plain sight. Exactly. Genius maneuver. There it is. Boom. I see yes. you, Tyler. Um- so, exactly. <laughs> We're on to him. This guy's too honest. We're going to get him. Must be a liar. Yeah. I don't like the honesty in this liar. Uh, so that's another red flag. I, uh, Valentine's Day, every Valentine's Day, he would give me the nonsense about, it's a commercial holiday. We shouldn't celebrate that. I show my love every year. Okay. Every day. Every you know. day of the year, except that's for Valentine's nonsense. Day. Exactly. That's nonsense. Nonsense. You hate it. So you want to celebrate Valentine's every Day. Every woman wants to celebrate Valentine's Even the ones that are just like, I don't need a commission. Every woman wants to feel special. You don't think it's a sign of the patriarchy? A lot of people believe it is. Every woman wants to feel that way. And somebody's going to be like, no, I don't. And I guarantee you that she's either formerly fat or is fat now. Who's saying that? <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> okay. So uh, no social media interaction. They refuse to validate your love on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. These are two big, yeah, these are big red flags. These are huge red right. flags. Yeah. Um, d- not responding to your messages in a timely fashion. Now, what's a timely fashion? Because I will say some ladies, a timely fashion is within the first 45 seconds or they throw out, you know, 15 other text messages that go along with their previous text message. Mm-hmm. And some ladies, you know, they don't mind if it's four or five hours. What is a timely fashion? Well, I think this is something that a couple should discuss. Like me and Tyler, we have differences on what a timely fa- timely fashion is. I would assume that he prefers a little bit more length of time. No, he no. wants it quicker. He, he's he's more of an immediate kind of guy. Right. Um, we also have read receipts on our. Um, we're very. Sh- people think we're strange. Like we share right. our locations on Facebook, so he will know where I'm at if my Facebook app is open. Hmm. Yeah. Now some people think that's crazy, but I'm not hiding anything. And he's also a comic, so whatever. Right. But um, so I think that's a good one too, just for you know, I don't mind being. You know what it is? Complete yeah. disclosure. Complete disclosure. Complete disclosure. Because if you're not but doing anything, what about anything, the mystery? Isn't it kind of fun to have a little mystery? I wonder what Ayana's up to right now. Is she in Philadelphia getting labia implants, or you know, I wonder, you know, like, isn't it kind of nice to not necessarily know? And then when the person, when you actually meet up, you have something to discuss because at this point, you already know everything about the person throughout the day. Do you ever really know somebody, though? There's always something to discuss. Mm -hmm. But I will say that uh, responding to text messages in a timely fashion, like my the one in the newspaper, there would be hours that would elapse. And I know with the cheating boyfriend. Yeah, with the cheating boyfriend. And if you see the person, if they always have their cell phone on them, like they always have their cell phone on them. Everyone does. Exactly. And you text them and they take four hours to get back. What were you? You could have driven to. I don't know. Somewhere I'm going to say Montclair, New Jersey. Exactly. Why not? I don't even know why. Why I'm just not? Say it. Yeah. So you couldn't get back to me in a timely fashion. 
Like four hours is way too much, especially if you're around that person. Whenever you're around that person, they're playing Candy Crush or Mm. up, you know, updating their gram page. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Of course. All right. So those are three very good tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you feel as if your ex-boyfriend, when you looked into his eyes, did you think he could take another life? Mm. That's deep. This is deep. That is deep. This is deep. Mm. This is classic Kissel. No. Classic Kissel. Mike, what do I do? I go deep. You go deep. I always go deep. People, people say Balls that. Balls deep. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, just, just, just the tip. <laughs> but it's a big tip. Oh yeah, the, the whole thing's a tip. Yeah. I got a nine inch tip. It's, it's weird. It's a bizarre. I have no idea what happens. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know anatomy. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know. So now you need a woman with a big labia. Mmm. Yes. You need that Nicki Minaj labia. Oh my God. <laughs> I already feel like I'm in a relationship with Nicki Minaj. The, the, the terror in that woman's eyes when she yelled at Miley. I felt like we had been together for five years. <laughs> Love Nicki Minaj. Can you see... Murder in her eyes, yes. <laughs> and I've seen it in many girlfriends that I've had. I've seen it, and you can, you can tell when somebody can take another life. Have you dated crazy women before? You know that... Oh, no, that- well... And no, I, I feel like every guy says they dated a crazy chick before. I don't know. People are crazy. Everybody's crazy. Honestly, I'm probably the crazy one. You I, think that you, I think so. Probably. Do you think someone has a story about you? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, like, nothing too bad. I haven't done anything too bad in my life. But I would assume. I mean, I, performers are nuts. Well, no. When I say have a story about you, like one of my sorority sisters on the first date with her ex fiance, she peed the bed because they got drunk. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah. So now I know that she's a story. She's a story that he tells everybody. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I also think that people really don't discuss this stuff as much as people think that they do. The you, pee the bed thing, everyone's done that. No, that, that I have no Oh, it's pee. very common. I, I have multiple uh, guy friends and lady friends, if they get, if they get drunk, especially, especially in college. I mean, this is a college maneuver. You get drunk, you have no idea. You, I mean, you know, you probably haven't been drunk that much. You'll be the bed. And also, it's like, dudes, at some point, these stories, you know, what I mean, they'd be like, Barry, we heard that story a thousand times. We don't really care about P the bed girl. Or maybe they do. I have no idea. Maybe he was really into it, and he put on some floaties, and he laid down face first. No, I no he always tells this Mrs. story. Mrs. Peabody? Yeah, that's, that's kind of funny. Her. I mean, technically, he's the Peabody. So, wait. So, are you a story? Like, I, like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. That guy in a newspaper, that's my murder story. Right, right. Well, you yeah, know? I mean, I don't think that a lot of people have murder stories. Yeah, but everybody So, I mean, hold on to that one. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's my in my back pocket story. Right, right, right. You know, right. just in case things are getting boring, we can always pull this story out. Right, yeah. You got to have one of those. But what I'm asking you oh. now, are you, does any girl have a, I dated this crazy dude, Ben, or this stalker guy, Ben? Like, do you, are you, the, are you. I'm not the, sure what the story would be. So um, you've never done anything crazy to a No, girl? I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. Um, so I don't know what it would be. Honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. Like one of my friends. Has a story I would never about. want to know if if there is stories. I never want. Well, to Well, you know, like one of my friends has a story about a girl throwing a microwave at him. Like she's the microwave girl. Like, yeah. Ev- are you that? So you don't think you're that guy? I've never thrown a microwave or murdered anybody. Okay. Um, so that's not good for stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I really. I, I'm really. I'm drawing a blank. I I know. I'm the. What what story, story are you? Um, I'm going to do this on air. Okay. Uh, one time when I was one of the crazy ways of me trying to lose weight, right? I went to this doctor who was giving me shots, B vitamin shots. Oh yeah. And, uh, what are the uh, appetite suppressants? Sure. And a cal- a, di- a diet that was 900 calories and the rules were whatever you do, you can't drink liquor. 
So uh, like six weeks into this diet, I had yeah. only been ingested 900 calories a day. I drank a lot of liquor. Right. And um, this guy had to end up taking me home to my mom's house. He was a gentleman. And I was so drunk um, and I had to poop. Yeah. So and my mom had motion sensor lights. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me out of the car. So he let me out and I tumbled out um, <laughs> like a lady. Mm-hmm. And in my drunk mind, because my drunk mind has sober thoughts. Right. My drunk mind said, you have to poop. Right. So you don't want to poop on your clothes. Mm-mm. So I got naked on my mom's driveway mm-hmm. in front of that dude. I copped squat with the motion sensor lights. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm that girl. <laughs> I know he's telling. I, mean, I, I, that, that's I know amazing. he's telling somebody this story. Again, maybe it's a fetish achieved. Who oh, knows? He, did. he called me the next day and asked me out on a date, to which my sister insisted that I go. She said that gentleman got you home safely. Right. I said, but he also watched me poop naked. And I was mean, into it. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a soulmate. <laughs> This is yeah. There's that's a great story, and uh, it's beautiful, and I love it. And I'm thinking about you naked in a driveway, <laughs> taking a dump. Is oh, this fun. was when I was fat. Well, it's a different. <laughs> it's probably a little bit lower. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, that's that's a very yes. Everybody has those stories, but you know that's that's good for people to hear though, because you're right. Everybody has made mistakes like that in the past, and a lot of people go. Uh, into mass depressions over it, and I'm sure you know everyone deals with it. But if you are, if you if you if you have a story that you feel very bad about, don't worry about it. Everyone has a story. Everybody. Has That's a story. what I'm asking you. What's your story? I just don't know it. Oh my god. I just don't. I'll think about it throughout the week. This... I'll think about it all week, and I'll uh, I'll figure it out. I think I'll... this week you need to make a story. I'll make it up. This labor, no, not make it up. This Labor Day weekend, you need to. Your goal should be to go out in the streets mm-hmm. and create your story. All right, ladies. It's going to be a weird date. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to approach them. No, that's not true. I'm very charming. I do I do wonderful with the women. Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I mostly eat pizza. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here, Ayanna. Thanks for having me. And, uh, man, that's a fascinating story. And th- thanks for the tips. Very good. And if you're a lady out there and a guy, don't go chasing these fashion trends and these body trends. Just stay who you are because even a broken clock is right twice twice a day. Yeah. So at some point, the time's going to come right around to you, and then you're going to have an amazing year, <laughs> and you're going to find love, and then you can do whatever you want after you, after you uh, lock them up, mm-hmm. after you lock them down. Um, so people can find you on Instagram. The Gram. The Gram. What is, what is your at? At A Dookie. It's okay. Diaz and David O-O-K-I-E. That is my last name. Kind of a new meaning now to that with the story. Yeah, I know. Um, but, of course, that was an easy little bit that I just pulled off there. <laughs> um, and you're also on Twitter. I'm on the Twitter. A Dookie as well. All right. And you can find, um, let's see, any uh, any performances to plug, anything like that? Oh, if you're in the Baltimore area, uh, I will be there uh, on Friday, September 11th. 8.30 p.m. at Sully's Comedy Cellar. September 11th. September 11th. Great day to laugh. Easy day to remember. <laughs> That's right. Easy day to remember. Yep. Um, thank you so much, Mike, for everything that you've done. You're welcome, Mr. You, Kissel. All right. You can find Mike on Twitter at Mike Coscarelli. And, of course, Mike, you're working on a great podcast network right now. How's yep. it coming along? Uh, it's going okay. We got a couple more pieces of equipment, and I think we're good to go. I love it. And check out Mike's amazing podcast, Social Villains, him and Gene Getman. Mm-hmm. 
great duo. <laughs> and uh, and of course, you can check out my other shows, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, The Round Table of Gentlemen, and the last podcast on the left on Cave Comedy Radio. And I'm on Twitter at Ben Kissel. I will, uh, let's see, I'm doing Red Eye on September 8th, Yay. which Red I believe Eye. is Tuesday. Yay. So it's actually Wednesday morning because it's at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.